Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. All right, guys. So we are live on another edition of the Eagles Nest with Spencer Boyd, Josh PR guy. And we got our first ever... In studio guest in in house yeah in house in house yes we're currently at your house right now yeah yeah we're changing the scenery a little bit different yeah a little little, different a little dark but sorry about that um so not too much to talk about pretty boring yeah nothing really happened Um, nothing too exciting at the racetrack yeah normal weekend can I see your hat real quick no no I'm gonna take it. I don't think so. <laughs> too soon. Too soon. So, twenty um, first edition of the Eagles Nest. Can you believe we're on episode twenty one already? Time flies, man. Time flies. So, uh, where do we race? Kentucky. Kentucky. You got Timber here. So uh, we're back at my house. So we got my dog Timber, which is named after my favorite pistol, mm-hmm. Timber. Beautiful gun. Uh, people know that I love the outdoors. Yeah. You can go. Uh, you know, get one of those from uh, clickandbyguns.com. Oh, there you go. Great sponsor from uh, Texas. We got a longtime sponsor that we're going to be talking to here shortly. So that's that, right. That might give it away a little bit, um, but pretty awesome to have great partners. And we had a beautiful truck at Kentucky. Oh, yeah. I mean, that record rack. Rack attack, as the fans named it. You'll uh, have that. <laughs> maybe some. Uh, <laughs> I think rack attack. Foreshadowing was, there. Was named a lot of things this weekend. Um, unfortunate weekend, but life goes on. Yeah. Um, we'll talk about it here on the Eagles Nest with Spencer Boyd, Josh PR guy, and our special guest. Um, so, when are we going to have our guest show up? Yeah. So, we'll uh, go ahead and talk about our kick ass tweets of the week real quick. All right. Brought to you by Kick Ass Beef Jerky. So good. You can go to kickassbeefjerky.com. Don't forget to use promo code BOYD20 for 20% off all your delicious. Kick-ass snacks. So, so uh, we've been eating so much that the guys on the twenty team, yeah, love the kick-ass what, beef jerky. They what, even have they have pickled eggs. What I love is people from other teams now are starting to raid our hauler. Yeah. So Jim, our hauler driver, when he shows up, everyone's yeah coming up to Jim before we're even there. So good it's stuff crazy. for sure. So uh, we got a special guest in house. I'm going to get up, let you chat with him for a little while. Uh, that's pretty much our main topic. Hang out with him, and then uh, we're going to talk about how the hat was checked and released from the Enfield Care Center. Very right. clever tweet yeah. on the way home from Kentucky. Yeah, it's good. And then uh, finally, how you're doing? You're using all this attention for some good. Yeah. Talk about some charity work and uh, kind of what what you're doing with that. Trying to make the most of it. That's right. So, welcome to Eagles Nest. I'm going to jump behind the camera. Cool. And uh, we'll have a great show. Break real yeah. quick. Now we're still live. Facebook Live. Josh knows that. I know that. But our special guest, we want to make sure he's not up here um, talking crazy.
Eagles Nest, the Spencer Boyd. Obviously, you know, Josh PR guy is back behind the camera. And our buddy from Jeremy. Kick-Ass Beef, Cherokee. What's your name? Jeremy Lassell. How y'all doing? Welcome to the show. Thanks. So you came all the way down here to North Kakalaki from just, Minnesota. Just to play with your dog. My dog, Kimber, is a <laughs> uh, bad, crazy dog. She's fun. old. Can you believe that dog's nine years old? She's she's pretty fun, though. Yeah. <laughs> It's like having a child, I think. I don't know. Josh is having fun with her. So uh, she loves her treats. Brought to you by Kick-Ass Beef Jerky. Right, right. So speaking of my dog, we joked about uh, last year when Record Rat came on board that if my dog ate it, would she grow antlers? So now she's eating beef jerky. What might happen to her next? She's just growing a little wider. Getting wider. She's very broad. Yeah. She's broad. But agile. Still, okay. Doing all right. Doing all right. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> it feels amazing. I, I'm happy that I'm actually here. I was able to talk to you guys. And we had talked about this a couple of days ago about coming yeah. on. and, and uh, being Well, I mean, talk. it beats sitting at dinner with no air conditioning. That happened tonight. <laughs> tonight we had no air conditioning for a while, but, you know, beer was good. So... We didn't dry out like a beef jerky. But no. what I love about your beef jerky is it's not like a lot of other beef jerkies when you talk about being dried out. Right. Okay, so I want to take a minute. For a lot of folks, haven't had the privilege of trying kick-ass beef jerky because it's not sold at their local stores. So you got to go online to kickassbeefjerky.com. You're pretty good at that. You're but really it is – thank you. That's what, that's what I'm here for. Yeah. But it's juicy. That would be my word. Your jerky juicy. is juicy. You got the juiciest beef jerky I've ever tried. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I haven't been told that before, but it, that, that works. That yeah, works. You got the juicy jerky, the Jeremy. Ju- <laughs> <laughs> juicy Sounds like we should be in Louisiana. <laughs> juicy jerky. Yeah, I like it. I like it a lot. Yeah, we our jerky is whole muscle. Um, and what people ask, you know, what makes yours better than the other is it's – it, well, first and foremost, the name. You know, when people see our name sitting on a rack, they're going to buy it just because they're going to think it may be a gimmick. Yeah. But the quality stands behind that, too. Like, it, So if we've got teriyaki, we're going to put a little bit extra more teriyaki to it. If it's hot, we're going to add a little bit more heat. Um, peppered, we're going to add More a is better. Correct. Yeah. So there's this comedian. You need to take that? That's you. That's me? Yeah. No, that ain't me. That's you, man. <laughs> John is cold. So um, <laughs> I'm off task, but what was the thinking? Um, so there's a comedian yeah. that says the English language is the hardest language to learn because there's like double negatives and positives, right? Like you could be a badass, which is a good thing. You could be kick-ass, which, could be which a is a good thing. Yep. Or you could be a D. Dumb math, which is a bad thing. So, <laughs> I, I don't even know. I'm going to have to ask my producer. Yeah, we're going to talk about this. So, um, can, we, can we say that? We can say that on the Eagle's Nest. So, what I'm going to say is, if you haven't looked that up on YouTube, it's a funny comedian talking about oh, the English yeah, language. I have. Either. So, yeah. what you're saying is, kick-ass beef jerky is a good thing. Yes, it is. We say, people, what is kick-ass means? It's just that good. It's just that good. So, like, back in the 80s when things were bitching, 
mm-hmm. know, that, oh, that's bitching, that's really cool. That's kind of what kick ass. Yeah, we're getting yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, had to, I had to check with the yeah, producer. We're, really good. we're good, we're good. I know you guys are having fun, but uh, Jeremy, this is your second year sponsoring Spencer. Yeah, um, yeah. You were alongside this last year for the Xfinity Series, Spencer's first full-time year in NASCAR. Um, I just kind of want to take you back a little bit. Um, this is kind of for both of you guys. Um, how did this come about? You know, who who initiated the conversation, and then how did it build? What were your first thoughts talking with Spencer, kind of like to where it started to where you are now, and how that relationship you are, you are Yeah, I mean, I'll start. Uh, so when I when I discovered Kick-Ass Weed Turkey, I was like, hey, you know, this would be a great brand in NASCAR. Um, me being, you know, very patriotic driver, I felt like it'd be a good fit. So I reached out to you guys, pretty simple introduction. And what I like, a lot of people say, hey, Spencer, when you reach out to a company for sponsorship, it's cool that we talk to the driver. I feel the same way. I talk to VPs of marketing and, and just like marketing managers and all these people, which is great. But then when you get to talk to a company and talk to the man in charge, the right. owner. So when you gave me that respect to saying, hey, I'm Jeremy and I own Kick-Ass Beef Turkey, I was like, well, uh, you know, <laughs> and then I started getting nervous because I'm like, this is the decision maker. You know, this isn't like a second or third call. And you're like, lay it out on the, on the line. And I'm like, well, I like jerky. And that kind of started the conversation. Yeah, I – when he first – he first sent me a message on Facebook. He said, yeah, a buddy of mine, he uh, he shared one of your videos, and I uh, – that's kind of how I got got to thinking of you guys. And so I just, he just said, hey, do you want to be on a NASCAR? I'm like, well, yeah, I want to be on a NASCAR, but who wouldn't want to be on a NASCAR? And uh, he's like, well, let's just, let's just set up a phone call. Um, and at first I'm like, well, who am I talking to? I thought I was, again, speaking to – uh, it would have been like a PR guy, or, you know, like Josh there or something. Uh, <laughs> Nothing against Josh. But yeah, but it was it was the so, actual so driver. Let me ask you, did that make a difference for oh, you? Oh, huge. Having the driver. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. That that's huge. I mean, to actually have the driver, the person that's out there, you know, doing it week after week, that is like someone that you actually want to talk to because you know that that person is actually working for you that wants to work alongside you. And us being a small company, that's something that we need uh, to be able to, you know, to grow along with ourselves, but to be able to grow along with you is something that I've always, that I'd like to be able to do with you since day one. No, I appreciate that. And, you know, kind of goes hand in hand. Um, You know, we exchanged cell phone numbers and started talking and started the partnership. And then the next step was, all right, you're on board. You like NASCAR. You got a great kick-ass product. Now we got to get you to the racetrack to get the kick-ass experience. Yeah. And then we became really good buddies, right? We talk right. all the time, and yeah. uh, you go to as many races as you can, which is a lot of fun having you out at the racetrack. And, uh, you know, I talk about the NASCAR experience, right? I was a fan before I was a driver, and I feel like NASCAR, you get to get behind the scenes. You know, you even though it's a top level of motorsports, it's still similar to the lower levels as far as the uh, fan interaction. I think it's awesome. Um, for me, it was going there and actually hanging out with you guys and seeing what you're you're doing behind the scenes, hanging out, uh, you know, out in the holler, listening to you know your strategy, like what you got going on for the day. And for me, that is, it was it's just awesome to be able to just go out and do that, and then experience with other people that I bring along with me as well that are 
huge NASCAR fans and something that they have never been able to experience just to see how excited they get. And like, like you said, you and I have been friends and hanging out. And it's just like, for me, it's like, I don't get to see you that often. And it's like hanging out with my buddy and, and, uh, but for the people that I get to bring along just for the, like when it's their first time, that for me is just awesome. Yeah. yeah. To give that to them. Your first race was Iowa last year, correct? Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Well, it's so hot. So, <laughs> the hot one. Yeah. It's so hot, man. Iowa's always. So you talk a little bit about just kind of all the behind the scenes and being able to see everything that's going on with the team. Is this more than you expected? Was it about what you expected? Or like... See, I didn't know what to expect because I really wasn't a whole lot into NASCAR until you called me. <laughs> um, Perfect. I, was, I mean, right now, like, you're the guy I follow the most. Um, and so for me, just to be able to hang out and, and see everything and be able to, like, go into the garages and see what everyone has going on. I, I had no idea what all of that entailed. You know, you know, watching it on TV, I mean, think, you know, the car's going around, but being able to listen on the radio and hear people talk and hearing what's going on with Spotter and the Fucci, that is, that was awesome. That yeah. was, that was cool being able to listen on the radio. And it's cool having so many different partners and people in different businesses around the country that may have, Grown up loving NASCAR, or it's something that they've grown to enjoy through a through a partnership sponsorship. Um, it, it's such a fun experience, and I try and get people into it. And for me, I reach out to a lot of companies outside of racing. Right? Um, you don't have to mention any names, but I'm sure you've been hit up by a lot of people within the sport about you know sponsoring them. And, and for me, I try and bring people into the sport, not necessarily grab people from other teams. And the biggest thing is getting people into NASCAR that didn't realize maybe it's something that they can afford to do. Maybe it would help their business. And when we met, you were trying to grow your online presence. Right. So that's been something we've been working on together through social media. And just, you know, a lot of people, I know a lot of people. Uh, it's definitely been a fun ride. Yeah. I've met a lot of people through you. Um, in the beginning, that's kind of what I was trying to do is grow my, like I said, my Instagram social media presence and by meeting you and introducing me to some, some new people, um, that's helped me quite a bit. And that's been my biggest, uh, outside of a friendship for yeah. me, uh, that, that growth, that social media, that brand presence has been what has helped us out a lot as a company. Yeah. Well, for me, it's funny. You talk to a lot of, cor- like I talk to a lot of big corporate companies and you're always trying to build those relationships and people love, the word kick-ass being on the side of my car or truck. It's funny. Like at first I was like, man, I don't know. It might, it might make some people not want to get involved with me, but I feel this is my direction that I want my brand to go. We got same values. Like we're like-minded people. This could be really good. And now I talk to these large businesses, right? And not to name names. You can look at the truck. You can see the big companies on there and they all love it. They're like, man, this is, they're kick-ass. They're awesome. They stand out. You have something on your truck that makes you stand out and show people that you're outdoors, you're rugged, you're patriotic. And I'm like, hey, man, this has turned into something even better than I thought it would be. And um, I and think people like sport. like to be able to say it. Yeah. And like use it as like, okay, it is a company. It's the name of a company. And, and it's like, so now I can get away with saying kick-ass. Like when I, I do a radio show every Tuesday. Yeah. And it's like we're able to freely say Kick-ass beef jerky is the name of the company. So, that's what people like. Speaking of the radio show, where's that at? What's the name of the radio show? And where is Kick-ass beef jerky from? So 
we are out of Winona, Minnesota. Our radio show is uh, 95.3 in Winona. Um, and it's my small town that we live in uh, where we've got about 30,000 people that are there. And we're loved. We're local favorite. And it's just a thing that we do every Tuesday where it's, a, it's called a kick-ass mystery challenge. And so I bring something in. Brian Riley's his name. Bring something in every week that he has to try. Okay. And two weeks ago, we got all the way down to the turkey gizzards. Wow. Which are the nastiest things in the world. So you own the company. You eat the products, but you don't necessarily like all the products. No. I mean, you're not going to like everything. You're not going to like everything. But we have stuff that carries on for – everyone has different palates. I mean, we've got four cocks, which are pig feet, mm-hmm. and the turkey gizzards, which are the two most – nastiest things I think are in the world, but <laughs> I mean, you set them in a old podunk bar in Wisconsin, people, people love them. People love it. So, here we are, sitting in my living room, same living room that I talked to you on the phone with, started this partnership two years ago. Here we are doing our podcast. Josh has been here a while. My dog Kimber's chilling, and you got a 2XL t-shirt for our 21st edition <laughs> and some kick-ass beef jerky. So, if yeah. you share this video, you can win this. I'm just thankful. We'll, we'll both autograph. I'm just thankful that this thing is that much bigger. I mean, this well, see, the me. thing is, you're not stretched out. <laughs> that's that's flat. Yeah. That's flat. Two XL, and are we giving these away? Two originals. Two originals and two XL T-shirts. All right. You got to share it. Share this video for your chance at winning this. And this would be the first ever T-shirt signed by both of us. This would be a collector's item. Could be. Special. So, I have to ask one thing before we start transitioning. I want, I want to know, and the fans want to know, what came about or how did it start when you got your belly kind of an That was in a lot of fans. That Road America. Road America. He, <laughs> we were saying there wasn't a lot of people online at that time. No, not and at that time. And he said, dude, let's get some people here. Lift up your shirt. Let me sign your belly. And then there was just like, but this boom, is, camera. Me and a ton of drivers. Yeah, yeah. Like the whole field. There was, yeah, there was a lot of this, this wasn't just like this small was, little artist. Yeah, 20 drivers. There was, yeah, a lot of them there. You pulled that belly up, and the girls up. came the girls. running. <laughs> no, it oh, was photographers. You just thought you opened up a bag of teriyaki, man. I, <laughs> I mean, that's all I can good. compare it to. Yeah. Well, you know, the belly, the belly brings them. The belly brings the belly brings. That's why I love Jeremy. He's he's so much fun. He didn't go. Well, dude, I'm a little chubby, or I don't want to do that, or man, we're at a NASCAR race. I don't want to embarrass myself. He's like, we're at a NASCAR race. I love my tan belly, and I'm gonna do this. And you, whoo, and you ruined my sharpie though, because you're sweaty and hairy. Well, you did it. You did it two more times. So you must have liked it. Well, we've done it a couple times because it's trended well. People love it. It's a good conversation starter when you're walking around the campground. And so, One A Auto, uh, their president over there loves cruising the campground with me. And you've done it a ton. Yeah. You've done it a ton. Yeah. I mean, I'd probably almost every time you've been to the track. Yep, yep. Depending upon like showing up time and and things like that, you got a real job and. Sometimes. Call it a real job. <laughs> I call you and it sounds like we're both living a dream and, and we really are. You're you're building a business in America, living the dream, uh, a kick ass brand. You get to travel all over, do what you want. So you, I think you're living your best life. The kick ass the, the kick ass life. The kick ass life. That kick ass life, yeah. You're that's not what just I'm trying. living your best life. But 
the kickoff class. true to that, which has brought other companies on board that in the beginning were like, well, you know, I don't know if I want to have that. Well, then we'll go to the, their competitor and then mm-hmm. they want to bring it out, which has helped us out a lot. So my favorite thing about all your packaging is that it says made in the USA. Yeah. So that's important to you to Definitely. keep that here. And it's, and it's made in your home state. So you guys handle all that. Um, so it's cool that you're helping employ people mm-hmm. in Minnesota. Right. That's, that's pretty cool. Thank you. So, appreciate that. Made in the USA is important to me. It's important to you. Um, it's cool that there's so many small businesses that are able to keep that going, even while trying to grow a profitable business. You know, it, it's tough these days. So, um, awesome to have you on here. Let's take a little break. I'm going to find out. I don't have my laptop. So, what is the next task? Are we talking about the hat? Are we talking about Kentucky? Yeah, this is the hat that I wore this weekend. We're gonna, uh, you saw the controversy. You'll have we're gonna, that. We're going to talk a little bit about the weekend at the track and then obviously build up to the big thing everybody's talking about. All right. From dawn to dusk in the red dirt heat Busting it up for a couple of bucks But it ain't no thing Just another day till I'm on my way to them cool, cool sheets And you and me Working on the night shift, baby Take this off mute. 
Go lay down, Kimber. I got this awesome new tumbler. I get tumblers all the time. This one's from my buddies out in, I think, Utah is where they're from. Walkabout platform. Pretty cool. They're on social media. Uh, they got a giveaway going on, so you should check them out. They're not a sponsor, but they're a good friend. Um, so you're drinking. I'm drinking. <laughs> this right here is a spotted cow from New Glarus, Wisconsin, which is a craft brewery in Wisconsin that is probably, well, it is the best one in Wisconsin. Wisconsin's and, not that big of a state. No, but they make good beer. And not being that big of a state, but they probably <laughs> consume the most beer than any other state. You northerners place. like to drink. You like to get down. We don't got a whole lot more to do. Except ice fish, and I haven't got to go either. We're going to do that this year. So uh, you may wonder what I'm drinking. I'm drinking the water with the grape additive. It's pretty good. That's good. Delicious. Uh, we enjoyed some dinner before this. All right, so let's get back to what's important. Not that our partnership is that important, but we're going to talk about Kentucky Motor Speedway. Let's shift here a little bit. Is it Kentucky Speedway or Kentucky Motor Speedway? Kentucky Speedway. So you and I stayed in Indiana. That's right. Start the weekend. We got there the night early. Right across the A beautiful place, wasn't it? It was. So I want you to just kind of start from the beginning. We broke it, which was what, our second road trip of the year? Yeah, so uh, at Young's Motorsports, we've had uh, the great opportunity to fly a lot. Um, those guys, Tyler Young, you know Tyler, takes care of takes care of his employees, takes care of his drivers, gives us good stuff every week. Uh, so we drove this week. Nothing wrong with that. Not a long drive. Uh, hooked us up with a rental car. Josh and I set sail. We started looking. We just put in the racetrack, right? And I knew we weren't staying at the racetrack, but as we get closer, I'm like, all right, man, you know, pull up the, the itinerary. Where are we staying? He's like, Indiana. And I'm like, dude, what are you talking about? Indiana. So we're looking at the name of the hotel. We're looking at the address. We thought it was a typo. We find out we're staying at the school hotel in Indiana, about 45 minutes from the track. No big deal. Sounds cool. Let's go. Small town. Show up. Hotel. Legit. Pretty cool. On the river. You can see the river from our our uh, room, so pretty cool. You didn't bring your fishing pole with that nice shirt, you know? You actually did bring. I did bring my fishing pole. Okay. But I didn't hit the river. All right. The river was pretty dirty, uh, and the current was pretty fierce. But there was a restaurant on the river, so the 20 team, the O2 team, everyone went down there and uh, ate at this uh, restaurant on the river. It was pretty cool. Um, you FaceTimed me. I did FaceTime you. We were pretty excited, man. Yeah. We got off this long trip. The long drive for us. Took all day. And I used to drive. Well, <laughs> you know what I mean. So, drive for two, two to three hours, Max. Two to three hours, Max, <laughs> as fast as we can. Yeah. Well, sometimes it gets cut short, like this week. I like our trip, but once you hit that kind of five-hour mark. I'm out. I could not be an 18-wheeler driver. No. I started getting road rage. Uh, maybe that's not a good thing to say, but I start getting mad. I start getting aggravated on these long car rides, but uh, it's one of those things. So we had fun. Um, get ready. Got to be at the track early, early Thursday morning. Thursday night. Weird. Weird. One day show. Those are always brutal. And when I say brutal, they're not necessarily brutal on the driver. Maybe a little bit. Lots going on in one day, especially when you have sponsors and stuff at the track. You got a lot going on. But it's the crew guy. They're up at the crack of dawn. 
the kick-ass crack of dawn, okay? And they have to get ready and drive 45 minutes to the track. So they got a long way to go. Share this video if you're watching. We want your friends to tune in. So they got to get to the track early. We had to get to the track fairly early. Next thing you know, it's rookie meeting. It's uh, rookie track ride. It's practice, two rounds of practice, quick rounds of practice, 30 minutes in between. Struggled the first round, got a little bit better the second round. Eh, still wanted to make a lot of changes for qualifying. Qualifying average, our teammates did pretty good, so we were a little off. And then we had a lot of downtime. So we start hanging out with the sponsors. We got folks from Record Rack there. We got the guys from Black Ice Equine. We got um, Console Vault there, Ken and his buddy. And, and we're having fun, right? And we're BSing and, and just talking about racing, talking about life, talking about all kinds of stuff. You got three hours of downtime. Then it's driver's meeting, driver intros, locked and loaded, let's go racing. So we go racing, and the uh, sun was still out, uh, hot and slick. We were loose, um, kind of struggled with the handling. We passed some trucks at the first, like, 10 laps, and then kind of start falling back, and then struggling, struggling, um, came in, made an adjustment, and then we had to restart. And, man, the first lap, it was like, these tires are something, this is a different truck. We're hauling. Like, we got tons of grip. We're digging. I'm following crafting. And then next thing you know, we're in the outside wall. Boom. And there it is. boom, there it is. <laughs> and uh, it was definitely a moment where uh, I was getting really aggressive. We were trying to get in lucky dog position. We felt we made a good adjustment on the truck. Gave, the guys gave me a ton of confidence uh, through that, uh, you know, restart time, uh, getting ready for the second segment. And drop the green. We're digging. I follow Crafton. Next thing you know, uh, I get a good run on the 54, go low, go to pass, and then come back up the racetrack and just misjudge, you know, and, and mistakes happen. And I put a video out there real quick because I wanted people to know that, hey, you know, like we're all human. We all make mistakes. I don't want people to think that I blamed it on another driver or, or what, you know. Uh, you watch the video. You can tell uh, I kind of went for some real estate that wasn't really there. And I hate that it tore up. Uh, the 54 and the three truck. You know, I'm not out there. I understand what running on a budget is. I understand what everyone's goals are. And uh, it was unfortunate, you know, but at the end of the day, I cut the day short for my partners too. I right. uh, hated it for record draft. That was their primary race for this year. Uh, Black Ice was out there. Console Vault, obviously, you're on the truck every week. Uh, MGP Caliper covers, DLX Masters. I mean, just some great folks, Fem Firearms. There's so many people that help me go to the racetrack, and when you get sh the day sh cut short like that, um, it's a tough deal, you and know? I just want to reiterate, in your defense, you talk about all your partners and everything you do to your partners and how much your partners help you out, but you've got, you know, your spotter in here, you got Tyler Young, you got your crew chief panda, all your team guys, everyone putting pressure on you to go, and yeah. these truck races are so short, and restarts are so important that Yeah, the easiest time to pass, you see these guys, you go to the race, the easiest time to pass is on a restart. Those first right. two to five laps when everything's nose to tail, there's, or, you know, two wide, three wide, dirty air. That's a lot of opportunity to get these surges and start passing people. And you can't crack the throttle, you got to go. And, um, hey, I didn't crack the throttle. She didn't crack the throttle. And it was an unfortunate event uh, to tear up some good race trucks, especially that early in the race. And, hey, I take the blame. Um, and I want people to know that. So, kill the truck. 
flat out. I get out of the truck. I'm like, I'm not mad at anybody but myself. I'm just like, wow, that was early. Uh, I got a good reputation for, for finishing races, and this is not good, you know? Uh, hate it for my team. Hate it for Panda. There's so many folks that work on this truck, so many people that work on the truck at the shop that don't come to the racetrack that are helping, uh, you know, there's a handful of guys helping build these three trucks, the 02, the 12, and obviously me and the 20. So you hate tearing stuff up. Go to the infield care center. It was a pretty hard hit, so they're checking out everything, you know, like super in-depth. So uh, Tyler Young, those guys build some really safe trucks. NASCAR provides a really good plat- platform to have safe vehicles. Uh, so I thank them for that. I use all Simpson race products. So uh, there's a long list of people I got to thank for, for making sure I was safe during that wreck. You know, wrecking at 160-plus mile an hour is pretty big. Uh, for you to just jump out 10 seconds later and be okay is a big deal. So uh, everyone wants to know. I walk out of the infield care center. Josh is there. He's got my hat, the famous hat, and uh, my phone, sunglasses, and we're just like, man. And he's like, dude. I'm like, yeah, I know. Like, And we're like finishing each other's sentences. He's like, dude. I'm like, yeah, I know. He's like, what? I'm like, big. <laughs> big. He's like, what, wreck? I'm like, big wreck. Dude. He's like, whoa. And he's like, the sponsors are back at the, I'm like, the trailer. Yeah, I get it. Like, we got to go. Let's go talk to him. Let's. Let them know what's going on, and obviously we're not going to make it back out. <laughs> the dog's taking off with the microphone. So, uh, the, the dog. Uh, obviously, we're not going to make it back out and race, and trucks tore up, and uh, it was a bad deal. And I'm on my way back. Next thing you know, I see Natalie looking right at me and just beeline for me, and I look at Josh, and Josh is like, keep your cool, man. I'm like, yeah, you know, and I'm a man. I'm not going to run from it. You know, you know me. Yeah. Uh, I'm just going to take it head on and, and see what happens. And uh, <laughs> You know, she kind of told me uh, her choice words and what she was mad about, and I get it, you know. Uh, we tore up some good race trucks that day, and we didn't give each other an inch, and, and I overset my boundary there uh, trying to get some space that wasn't there, and, and I'm the first to admit it. But um, next thing you know, I'm in trouble, and she's yelling at me, and I'm a bad guy, and I'm not going to say what she said, but it is what it is. And uh, trust me, I understand she's mad. And she grabbed my hat and threw it on the ground. I'm like, first thing I think of was I treat my hat like the American flag. I don't want that thing on the ground. So I jump down, I grab my hat, and I'm just trying to, like, during the conversation, keep cool, right, which is pretty easy. I'm like, hey, I'm a pretty easygoing guy. I didn't Yeah, I didn't say anything. You didn't say anything at all. You were in the video. I wasn't there, but. Yeah, I didn't say anything. There's really no place to say anything. Right. Anything well, I would have said would have been used against me. Right. <laughs> it's well, like one of them things. Yeah. And I, you know, I got respect for, for everybody out there hustling to be a race car driver. It's hard. And some people are criticized a lot more than others. So um, I know that she's had a rough season. I, hey, I feel like, you know, I've had rough days as well this season. So, um, hey, if you got to yell at me and get it out of your system so we can move on to the next race, that's fine. I get but it. But it wasn't the hat's but, fault. Um, yeah, it wasn't the hat's fault. So, so and, I have to do this. <laughs> I have to ask you directly. What was going through your mind when you saw her hand come up? Did you think she was I, I didn't know what was going on. I'm like, if she slaps me, this is not going to be good. Like, I'm going to be embarrassed, but I'm in a box. Like you said, there's nothing I can do. And uh, nothing through my mind, nothing went through my mind like, I'm angry. Yeah. Everything was just like, 
Hey, you know, like, uh, know, I'm just going to stand here. I know, I know. I know. Yep, yeah, I know yep. what happened. Yep, you're not telling me anything I don't know. Yeah. yeah, so it's just one of them situations, and everyone's like, oh, you should have done this, you could have done that. I, I feel like if I went back, uh, obviously I would have liked to go back and not wreck the racetrack. But uh, if I was going back to that situation, there's nothing I would have changed between me and what happened to, with Natalie after the race. And um, Sometimes hey, your best defense is not to say anything and let them do what they got to do. Yeah. And I did not expect it to be on camera, which there were a ton of people there, and that's fine. Um, regardless, camera or not, I was just going to stand there and do nothing. Uh, luckily, she didn't slap me because that would have been definitely more embarrassing. Um, but the hat flip, uh, was pretty good. You know, that, that was pretty good on her. Like, that was pretty funny. Um, it got a lot of views. And then the next thing is, okay, Spencer, like, how do you react? Like, And I'm like, I don't no, you know, like, I don't want to say anything. I, I feel like I was in the wrong for the wreck, and if that's what she chose to do to get even or, you know, get over it, then, all right, let's just move on. I'm, I, you know, I'm walking back to the truck thinking, what do I got to do to get ready for Pocono? What do I got to do for my partners? What do I got to do social media? What do we have to do to move forward from this that's, situation? That's why I like working with you. That's like, a, like the most stand-up thing that a lot of people could, could do. I mean, there'd be a lot of people that maybe would get like upset and you just took it as, you know, it is what it is. Uh, you know, let her get it off her shoulders and I'm just going to go right on to the next thing. And not too many people would do that. Yeah. Well, I appreciate that, man. It's uh, it's one of them things where you just try and there's a lot of different things you can do or not do. And you just try and pick the best one and hopefully everyone supports you for that decision. And then uh, the hat flip, it started going crazy. Everyone yeah. started loving the video yeah, so 15, and talking crazy. 15, 20 minutes after the incident happened, we're kind of getting our stuff together. We're going to go inside to go ahead and get on the road because we got a long drive. And we hadn't even made it to our rental car yet, and we see the video pop up. Yeah. So what was your initial reaction to the video? Were you like, oh, man, this ain't going to be good. I don't want this out here. Or Well, you know, nowadays, uh, social media has done a lot for me. Uh, it really has. It, it's given me a great platform to grow my brand. So you have to accept the good and the bad with social media. You have to know you got to walk a fine line, and you got to say, hey, you know, some of this is going to be good, some of this is, you know. Um, it's just how you react and how you let it get in your head, and you don't want to let things get in your head. You want to just take it for what it is and go, okay, hey, now this video is out. You just have to react and control the things you can control. So what I can't control that the video is there. I can't control how it's videoed, what angle it is. My hair didn't look good. You know, that caught, I'm like, man, you know, my hair doesn't look good. This guy I'm wearing a hat for a reason. Looks at himself in the mirror quite Well, I mean, I use Man and Tail shampoo. It's, it's good shampoo, and I use good hair products, and uh, it's one of those things, you know, I want my beard looking good. I got Jim Bob's Grizzly Beard Care, and it's just one of them things where I'm like, man, I want to look good whenever I'm in front of the public. All the time. And unfortunately, uh, my hair wasn't good in that moment, but – it's like, okay, what can we do with the video? How do you respond? You're getting tons of tweets, tons of people. Uh, NASCAR is talking about it. Different tracks are talking about it. And it's like, hey, that's cool. We're getting a lot of exposure for our partners. Um, growing the brand, people see what kind of guy I am based on that. Um, so I made, you know, Josh is driving. He's like, hey, man, what do you think you need to do? I'm like, I think we need to make a video and just explain what happened and, and how I feel about it. And he's like, cool. You know, crank that out, put it on social. And what's cool is I got, you know, I'm close with my dad. Tom, Josh, uh, there's close sponsors like you that I talk to and just kind of bounce ideas off of like, hey, this is what I want to do for charity or this is what I want to do or 
how do you guys agree? So I kind of hit my core group of people and say, this is what we're going to post in the next 10 minutes. You're my trial group. What do you guys have to say about this? And everyone's like, cool. Video looks good. Post it. Post it. We're good. Then there's more and more stuff going on, and I'm like, all right. I hate we got knocked out of this race, or I knocked us out of this race, or whatever you want to say, uh, for Record Rack. What does Record Rack do that I could help with this whole media attention that I'm getting right now? So Record Rack does a lot with uh, Trinity Oaks. Uh, Trinity Oaks is taking special needs kids, uh, underprivileged kids, veterans, hunting. It's a huge ranch and multiple ranches uh, in South Texas. And I'm like, okay, there's got to be a way to make this work. So uh, talk to the folks at Record Rack and say, hey, we want to make a shirt with a hat flip. It's getting a lot of media attention. And let's do all the proceeds go to uh, Trinity Oaks for charity. Go away, Kimber. <laughs> so um, everyone jumped on board. I expected there's got to, you know, Record Rack, uh, Sports and Toys, that's a big company. There's got to be a holdup. There's someone worried about our image. There's someone worried about their image. There's got to be an issue. And everyone's like, we're good, we're good. Right. The next thing you know, it's like, okay, designer, can you get this shirt made quick? Can we get this going? Next thing you know, um, we've sold over four-digit numbers for this shirt. A lot of money going to charity uh, that wouldn't have otherwise been there. And, uh, hey, it's unfortunate we tore up a race truck, but it got a lot of notoriety. Um, and, you know, if you can laugh at it, laugh at it. And if you want to buy a shirt to help a cause, Go do it. I know you got yours, so I appreciate your support. Yeah, that's amazing. It's helping people Josh, out. Josh got his. Yeah. It's a pretty cool shirt, I think. Oh, yeah. The hat. Of, I it was really sweet. Yeah, and it is this hat, you know. People want to know. That, that is the hat. Yeah, I haven't taken it off. Are you planning on doing anything with it, or are you going to just keep wearing it? Or gonna yeah, away? I don't know. I don't know. We're we're working on ideas and just figuring it out. You know, it's one of the things where um, the rise and fall, you know, social media, it was a big thing for a couple of days. You saw, you know, Noah G retweeted it. Uh, Todd Gillen retweeted it. Todd Bodine retweeted it. Uh, just so many folks, different racetracks retweeted it, retweeted the shirt. It's good. But, you know, hey, I'm focused on Pocono. I'm ready for the next race. Let's take advantage of the social media stuff to help raise some money for a good cause. But let's not get stuck in the past either, you know. Um, for me, it's about moving forward, tackling the next task. And uh, But all in all, Kentucky was a good time. You know, it's a good race. And we joked around at the beginning saying it was dull and nothing happened. But um, cool to see a first-time winner in the truck race. Uh, love seeing stuff like that. Lucky to be driving for a great team. Hate it for my guys at Young's Motorsports. Panda Pickle. Um, just so many folks work hard. And uh, that was a good truck. And uh, it was unfortunate that uh, we tore it up like that. At the end of the day, I'm ready to get back to the racetrack with my spotter, my crew, my guys. It's Tyler Young's birthday today. So I want to wish him a happy birthday. Happy and birthday, Tyler. Thank him for the opportunity uh, to drive the 20 truck and, and looking forward to Pocono. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, I've ran Pocono a couple times. So we'll, uh, we'll finish here with just a couple, couple fan questions to close out. Uh, one person asked, are you planning on talking to Natalie anymore, or are you just going to leave it how it is? Um, what's, what's your kind of plan with that? Yeah, I don't know what the plan is. You know, um, you just kind of take it one day at a time and uh, probably not going to go out of my way, but. Um, I think she would reach out to you, though. You would talk to her. Yeah, I would yeah. not talk to her. And, and if we, like, rub shoulders, you know, walking through to a driver's meeting or something, you know, maybe that's an opportunity to talk. But uh, I don't think either one of us are going to go out of our way. I think we're both pretty 
focused on building our brand and reputation in the sport, and that's what's most important. Um, in NASCAR, you're racing the same people. It's not like a football team where you get mad at it, you know, that number five, man, I'm so mad at number five, and you don't play number five again until the playoffs. Right. In racing, you got to stay at the same hotel as these people sometimes. You got to hop in the same golf cart, hop in the same van to go sign autographs. Like you see these people on a weekly basis in very close quarters. Uh, that's NASCAR. That's what I love. I would say she's in kind of that group that we race Yeah. So people always wonder, you know, why you get involved in wrecks with the same people or why do you rub fenders with the same people or why do people in racing have issues with each other? It's because you race 20 to 30 something times a year and you kind of just run around the same people all the time. So, uh, yeah, you're going to have that. You know, the three got involved with the wreck because the three's around us every week. Um, and that's one of those things. I hate it for him. I know he's a smaller team and, and the three works really hard to get to the racetrack. I kind of feel like uh, I'm in the same boat, you know, work hard to get to the racetrack. So you hate tearing stuff up, but, uh, you know, great partners like Record Rack and, and folks like that, Kick-Ass Beef, Jerky, Console Vault, they all get us to the racetrack, and they all deserve uh, the most laps and my effort to be 110% every lap. And, uh, you know, some days it works out, some days it doesn't. But uh, when you wreck trying, you wreck trying, and that's all there is to it. Uh, Johnson, where can I buy that T-shirt? Yeah, so uh, go to SpencerBoyd.net, go to the shop bar, and that will pop up with uh, all the products available. So there's stickers, hats, T-shirts. But, guys, if you're going to buy a SpencerBoyd T-shirt, go ahead and buy the hat flip T-shirt because that uh, the proceeds are going to charity. So if you can only get one SpencerBoyd shirt, go grab that one. Uh, we love supporting Trinity Oaks and uh, Record Rack Deer Feed. Uh, but while you're at it, you might as well just get two. You get, I mean, you, too, right? you gotta have to. You can buy that one, but then you might as well buy another one. Buy your friend. Right. Right. Exactly. This moment only happens once. Right. That's yeah. Good. It is giving season. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So, guys, I know we talked a lot about kick-ass beef jerky. We talked a lot about Kentucky. We talked a lot about the hat. Um, but, guys, I'm having a lot of fun. Share this video for a chance to win that 2XL kick-ass. Beef Jerky Racing Team T-shirt. And don't and worry if you don't fit in it. Just buy some more beef jerky, and then you'll fit in it soon enough. Yeah, high in sodium. <laughs> you get what you pay for here. So, uh, guys, appreciate you tuning in to the Eagles Nest. Are we, uh, have we hit all the topics? Yeah, here we go. All right, so uh, we're going to hang out, have some fun, uh, maybe hit the simulator a little bit. Uh, thank you. Thanks for, for being our me. first guest. All right, stay down the And thanks for tuning in, guys. Hello, America, let me thank you for your
It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.